0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast. Actual play of the Mummies Mask Adventure Path.
1: Time for a mask vision. Now with mummies again. <laughs> now oh, it's yeah. more mummies.
0: Weirdly, little mummies. mummies. Technically, a mummified creature, which is actually different than a mummy. So
1: it was still has the word mummified. It counts.
0: Yeah, I was going to okay. say it's
2: still mummified.
3: It has mum in it.
0: Seems right. like a pedantic thing that Hollis would bring up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like actually,
0: those weren't mummies. So. Yeah, when last we left off, our heroes, the Doorkeepers of the Duat, had finished their battle against the Voices of the Sun, which keeps throwing me because there's also the Voices of the Spire down on the ground Mm -hmm. below, so it's just like... "Mm."
3: We can have a voice-off.
1: Citra survived her fall, and Narmer made a new friend.
0: Yeah, you guys had uh, finished the fight against the Voices of the Sun before rejoining at the Pyramid of the Five-Pointed Sun, uh, entering within after Citra was able to... I can't remember, did Citra disable or did you guys bypass the trap? We
2: disabled it. Disabled. We disabled it because uh, it resets itself.
0: Yes, the very clever trap of a double anti-life shell and acid fog. You then entered deeper into the pyramid, finding a left and right direction to go. You had decided to take the left path, turning left again into a small side room where you had entered into the anti of supplication finding in here a life-size stone statue of a resplendent Osirian woman dressed in lamellar armor with a kopesh at her side, her hands resting on her hips, standing at the far end of this otherwise empty chamber. Uh, there had been also another passageway that had led deeper of what you'd seen had a, uh, a snake motif, as if you're walking into the gullet of a snake, although a snake oddly missing a few stone fangs, reminiscent of some stone fangs that you had found off of the harpies you'd fought. But as you had stood in this room, Sudi had heard an odd, distant sound coming from. At first, it almost seemed as if from inside his head. Or maybe somewhere else inside of this building. One curious effect of the tomb's architecture, courtesy of Chisisek, is how well sound is conducted within the structure. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Creatures gain a plus four bonus on perception checks to hear noises while within the five pointed sun, hmm. as all sound inside of this structure is amplified. In addition to this, the save DC DCs of sonic or language-dependent spells increase by two. So if you have any sonic spells, feel free to throw them out now. But I suppose we'll begin as Sudi, you stand here hearing the steadily growing sound of maybe desert winds.
3: I think the mask is ready to show us more.
2: Well, I'll stand at the door then.
3: All right, don't let me leave it. Sudi will... Slip on the mask in this tiny little room.
0: Sudi, you reach into your pack. Retrieve the mask. Place it onto your face. This cool, comforting sensation as it slides over. This slightly heightened sense. Almost as if just for a moment. You feel your eye dart over, looking far away towards the west. So if you can feel something tugging there but then your vision fades. The sound begins to pick up this distant sound of wind marching feet this repeating sound like wills and as your vision begins to clear you see before you this column of soldiers Stretching from immediately behind you, almost seemingly to the horizon. This long line snaking along a trail next to a wide river. A river so wide that if you're an Osirian, you can only assume it is the Sphinx. You bounce along as you turn back, seeing that you stand on a wide war chariot. Hakatep stands a few feet away from you resplendent in a gold pectoral and a tall blue war crown. He stares ahead, a woman standing next to him, dark and severe in countenance and identical to the statue you had been looking at a few moments before. Fun. As you turn to look to the south, judging by the direction that the river is flowing, you can see that you're beginning to approach the burned out remains, ruins, of a town. A battle occurred here so recently that there's still this arid smoke, and you can hear the cries of the wounded, both physically as well as mentally. The woman surveys the horizon, looks back to Hakateb. This is the third village this month. The Pharaoh nods, He looks older. Not as old as you'd seen him in your vision with Chisisek, but at least a few years have passed. He's grown only a little taller, maybe an inch or so, but his shoulders have filled out. He nods, the small phronic beard on his chin, bobbing with the steady bounce of the chariot as you make your way forward. What has my brother been doing? His aunt looks forward, I think we can ask him. Ahead you can see a tent. The chariot comes up alongside of this beautiful tent of blue and gold. A table stands in front of this, and a number of warriors circle this table. They drop to their knees as the chariot approaches and stops. And you can hear this long kuh clunk clunk sound as the column of soldiers following along behind the pharaoh stop thunking their spears into the ground as they do so. In this almost domino chain reaction, making its way back again, seemingly to the horizon, judging by the at least thousand soldiers to abreast the Pharaoh has brought with them. One figure only bows his head and does not drop to his knees. Even after a few years have passed, you think maybe two or three. Atet's visage has become almost darker the black hole around his eyes, exacerbating it. But he wears war-torn armor and seemingly half-dried blood covering his right sword arm. He steps around, lowers his head. Brother, Hakatep dismounts. Atet, it seems that you're having difficulty. Difficulty is a word for it. Our southern neighbors don't seem to exactly... Respect the power of Osirian. Huckatet looks him in the eye. Is that so? There's a long moment that passes between them before Atet looks off. They've been attacking every few weeks. We have done what we can to slow their approach, but their magic is... unnatural. They can move faster than we can, reposition their troops immediately. They can bring to bear weapons that we... The Pharaoh holds up his hand. I didn't travel all the way from Sothis for excuses, brother. I placed you in charge of Southern Osirian. From here to the Barrier Mountains, why are the Shuri attacking us? The taller brother looks down towards Hakatep, May I be frank, my pharaoh? Hakatep looks over, waves a hand to dismiss his akumen, all six of which had dismounted before circling around the edge of the tent, before making his way, uninvited, into the general's tent. You follow him inside the Kohler interior. Hakatep turns. I know what you're going to say, brother. Atet nods. They attack because they view us as weak. If the throne does not project strength, then our enemies will take advantage of it. 10 years ago, I stood on the side of this river. He gestures towards the open tent, and I told Nahamra that we were surrounded by our enemies and that we would need a Pharaoh of strength to lead us. Brother, I'm afraid. A scream cuts him off. The two turn as the side of the tent seems to rip open. This explosion of muscle and movement tears through the structure as the two brothers dive to the side. Yells and shouts go up as soldiers begin to scatter. And as the Pharaoh stands up, as you almost have to stand up yourself, having jumped back out of the way of the illusionary vision. To your compatriots, Sudi almost jumping far enough to side to run into the side of the wall. Does Sudi have knowledge, Nature? Nope. No, this should be fun.
3: Oh, boy. Oh, God. I've got lore sphinxes.
0: A titanic lizard with this crocodilian snout, powerful front (laughs) claws, and this colorful, almost cell-like ridge, like a rainbow color running down its back, tears through the center of the column as soldiers panic and shout.
4: I'm team this guy. (laughs) Dinosaurs. This
0: massive creature stands maybe 30 foot at the shoulder and over 60 feet in length. It's nice. tail whipping out, sending soldiers literally hurling through the air. It snaps down, grabbing up two soldiers in its mouth and cocking its head back. As you can see this waddle on the underside of its neck seem to engorge as it swallows the two men whole. Mm. It lets wow. out a roar as Atet stumbles to his feet, turning and shouting, the sky darkens as Hakatep floats up from the ground, lightning crackling at his fingertips as he launches bolt after bolt, both from hands and sky above. Soldiers begin to rush forward before the Pharaoh throws out a hand. No. They stop and the creature seems to turn its head to his thunderous voice. Sudi, you watch as a battle ensues of color and lightning fire streaming from the pharaoh's fingertips blasts of magical energy that seem disturbingly familiar as you recognize the rainbow blast searing across the ground and burning freezing and electrifying everything in front of it and potentially driving the thing insane you're not entirely positive who knows Uh, that was your side effect from it yep the creature roars in rage as it continues to pursue And you can hear distantly some of the soldiers shouting a word, a name, screaming out Censuret, some shouting the (laughs) tribe-eater. The massive lizard bellows as Hawkatep blasts it before Tell catches him full in the ribs with enough force that even from a good 15 feet away, you could hear the crack as he sells through the air. Istakim Habet, his aunt, rushes over, helping him to his feet as the dinosaur bears down and a woman from the line of soldiers launches herself forward, diving to the attack and ramming her blade into the side of this thing's face. The creature turns, snapping off her arm at the elbow before sending her slinging through the air, before Hakatep lets out a shout, leaps to his feet sticks his arm almost into the thing's mouth as this blast of cold sears through the center of its body and mass. The whole thing shudders before with almost a pathetic whimper collapsing to the ground, Hakatep heaves a sigh, placing a hand almost supporting himself on the head of this thing. Hebet rushes over as he holds up his hand again. <sighs> I'm all right. He looks down at the thing where you can see this plated, metallic necklace Ooh. or collar around its neck. His brother approaches, conveniently absent from the fight. <laughs> as
3: are all the Akumen.
4: Well, he told him to stay back.
0: His brother leans down, looks to the arcane runes. Sure, one of their enchanted monsters from the jungles of the south. They fly them over in their platforms and drop them on our villages. This is what I have been fighting against, brother. Hakatep turns, fighting and failing. Who was that soldier? Istakim Habet looks towards Hakatep, back over, approaches the fallen warrior blood gushing out of her arm as she tries to stop it. Tarawet, my pharaoh, should we punish her for disobeying your orders? Hakatep approaches, retrieves a vial from his side, leans down and supports the woman in a way that causes gasps as the god-king touches the common soldier, tilts the vial into her mouth as the bleeding stops. Tarawet, you will return to Sothis. You will carry a writ, tell Nahamra to heal you of your wounds, restore you to fighting strength, and then return to me." She nods, "'Congratulations. You are now the general of my southern armies." He does not look to her as he looks across over to a Ted. The woman nods almost confusedly.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want that job. Destroy our (laughs) airdropping dinosaurs. I know, (laughs) right?
3: (laughs) Ultimate Operation Dumbo Drop. (laughs) Mm. Itek
0: grits his teeth and turns. Istakim Habet leaning down. You have injured his pride. Huckatep watches him walk away. If he fails me like this again, I will injure far more than his pride. Take this monster with you. Strip of its organs. Mummify it. Drop it over the mountain. (laughs) Istakim Hibet smiles. Your will be done, nephew. And the vision fades.
4: Are we going to find a giant mummified dinosaur?
0: I'd be
3: so happy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that was something. So, apparently, um... Things did not go well in the southern front the Shori were dropping the largest lizards I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> lizards?
3: Lizards several times larger than camels.
2: What? Okay. I've never heard of such a thing.
3: So you go on to describe <laughs> the dinosaur, you know.
1: <laughs> My seeker rolls knowledge nature. Roll 12, get a
4: 25. I roll a 5. I get a 21.
0: Uh, with the 21 and 25, both of you can recognize the description of a titanic saurian with a crocodilian snout, powerful front claws, and a colorful cell-like ridge that runs down its back as a spinosaurus. <laughs>
2: well, I was right.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, they are larger even than the tyrannosaurus. A spinosaurus is 60 feet long, weighs about 25,000 pounds or more. Uh, hunts primarily along coastal and river shorelines.
1: That's a dinosaur.
2: what? A what? A what?
1: they giant, 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 giant reptiles. They're not... Well, they're usually found further south, which makes sense, because that's where the shore you were. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fight one of those.
3: Well, Hakotep fought it by, the, by himself, flying around doing magic and stuff. You know, like he kind of did when we fought him. A lot of the same effects.
1: No wonder it was decimating the villages and the armies down there.
3: It was quite large, but there was a... One of the soldiers that went and attacked it, lost an arm, um, Tarawet. Hakotep healed her, sent her back to Sothis for a regeneration, and then promoted her to General of the South on her return.
4: You know, I gotta say, there's reasons that uh, he and his brother had bad blood, and it uh, seems like he wasn't so worried about exacerbating them.
3: What's interesting is, as large as that creature was, it seemed like it snuck up on them. Right? I mean, such a large creature should have been seen from quite a ways away.
1: Well, if it's being magically controlled or air dropped in from
4: flying platforms. Or if your angry set following brother really would like to be pharaoh and wish that you were dead.
3: That's what I'm wondering is if they did something to take it over and have it ambush them. I don't know. It was weird.
1: I mean they're they're ambush predators like a like a crocodile. It can hold its breath and stay underwater for 15-20 minutes and then it just jumps out and eats you.
2: Mm. It could
1: have just been chilling in the water after it attacked the village and then noticed all these new people show up and was like, "Oh, second breakfast." I
2: wonder huh? perhaps if his brother hadn't uh, allied himself with the Shori? I don't
3: know. He seemed very upset about his failure. That's the other thing, is it sounds like Hakotep, at least, didn't. there was no overt sign that they were attacking. Almost like it was, I don't know, raids from bandits, not an all-out war.
4: I mean, that seems like political intrigue. It ain't the first time in history such a thing has happened from the inside. Hey, you attack my brother, you end up with a little more land, etc., etc. It's possible.
3: But regardless, it's interesting to promote a soldier who outright disobeyed the direct order not to interfere.
2: Eh, it seems like brother. if she hadn't, he would have died. Maybe. Hard it also know. seems like uh, he did it to, I don't know, uh, really p- his brother. That was probably the ultimate girl. I That's mean, true. I know that my brother and I used to do things that, just to take each other off, so... And we weren't pharaoh children.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you didn't have an international scale to do it on. Exactly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: Regardless, other than historical information, it doesn't seem to have given us much information about our current problem. Oh,
4: yeah, it does. The, uh, that wet lady was the other lady in the uh, mural, right?
0: That is correct. You saw her hieroglyph, uh, as well as the depiction of her on a chariot. On the mural, stating that those who gave the gift of uncompromised service to the Skyfarer are known to him and blessed with death. Yeah, you saw uh, Istakim Hebet, Tarawet, and Anne Mech. His it wife his is Anne
4: and this lady. Maybe not his wife, his wannabe wife.
0: Yeah, she was the one that proposed to him, and he turned her down. Yeah, and then she asked to still serve him.
1: So maybe they were the ones that were eventually put in charge of the South, and that's and maybe they're all here. His aunt, the one in charge, and the other two eventually just serving her.
3: I mean, given the size of Osirian's borders, you would need multiple generals to secure the entire thing. If that was what they were trying to do.
0: Uh, anyone that wishes to make a Knowledge Religion or Knowledge History, or Knowledge Local, I'll allow any of those.
4: History it is, I rolled terribly, I get a 21. Oh, but Sugar, if Sugar aids me, which she does, gives me a 23.
3: I roll a 6 for a 13 on History.
4: Uh, Masika rolls a
1: 19, which gets her a 34 on Religion. Uh, Citra rolled a 19 and got a 38
2: on Local.
0: Okay. Uh, this would occur to Citra first, although it would occur to uh, all of you eventually. Everyone but Sudi eventually. It is highly unlikely that you would face more than one of them here. Considering their stature and standing, they would have been each been blessed with an individual tomb upon death. Oh.
4: Um,
0: although apparently Hawk, or apparently, Chisisek made like 16 of them.
4: Yeah, they're all muraled together, which is weird.
0: Yeah, it's possible that Tarawet would not have been granted a pyramid just because she was not of noble birth. Although she may have also been buried with another general, so it's possible she might be here. Mm-hmm. But Ann was apparently a noble woman. Alternatively, they could have been buried with Hakatep.
1: I don't know. Hakatep and his brother both seem like jerks. I mean, pharaohs. They just
0: seem out of touch. Were you wanting to check the statue? Yes. Okay.
3: We already checked it for golemness.
4: Well, yeah, we but what if wanting. there's a secret passage in here? Or True. the statue like moves away. Or a and...
3: secret cache of supremely powerful anti-mummy weapons.
4: Sure.
0: Approaching the statue, looking it over. First off, this statue is... Exceptionally well-crafted. Uh, even without rolling an a praise, you can immediately tell that. In addition, you're going to guess that this entire structure has not been opened in the intervening millennia mm. until possibly it took to the air. <laughs> this is due to the fact that this statue actually is still painted. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, small chips of what look to be onyx make up the eyes of the statue, giving it an almost like glittering appearance as you approach, and the odd sensation like the statue is watching you.
2: I don't like that. It probably is.
3: Maybe. you did just come from a place where that was a thing.
0: There is this odd, all of you feel, this odd sense of awe and humility as you approach this statue. Like you're approaching some sort of priceless work of art or masterpiece, as if you're standing in the presence of history. That being said, it's not magical. It's not anything other than, as far as you can tell, using your using detect magic, using your golden Bane Scarab. It's not animated, it's not magical, it's just an extraordinarily well-made statue.
4: All right, we gotta make sure we set this pyramid down gently.
3: I mean, that would be ideal, given its current position anyway, right?
4: Mm Mm-hmm. No secret doors? Anybody see any?
3: I mean, I guess Sudi will check for secret doors, but... mm. Yeah, I mean, I get an 11 for a 34.
0: Circling the room, tracing your finger along the walls, listening for any change. Which is very easy to do, considering how that, again, the sound is amplified in here. I imagine all of you are talking in slightly more hushed voices, like you're in a chapel. Hmm. No, you don't see any secret exits out of here.
3: All right. I mean, there's nothing I can detect here.
0: You missed three secret rooms in the last dungeon, and now you got to check every wall. (laughs) Every
3: square inch.
4: All right. Well, I guess, yeah, let's go to the snake.
0: Okay.
4: I always wanted to be eaten by a serpent, said nobody ever. That would be weird. Mm-hmm.
0: What if you went like feet first into a snake and then it ate you? Wouldn't that mean like your ma- your your life went full circle for those of you that were like born?
4: I, I don't think how birth what? works is similar to a snake eating somebody.
0: Oh yeah, I mean.
2: <laughs> I think maybe you should read the uh, book on biology.
0: <laughs> From what I understand, when two people really love one another,
2: this ought to be good.
0: A mechanical stork flies in and drops off a baby.
4: That's exactly how it works.
0: Yep, Mashika told me.
4: Why are you baby in this immortal construct?
0: <laughs> People are kind of gross. It's
4: true, Maybe
0: they've we'll got lots of fluid. Maybe we'll this conversation
3: for when they, it's not very easy to hear everyone. And yeah. You know,
4: if we want to distract them, let's just overload them with nonsense.
3: <laughs> Somehow, I don't think that's to our advantage.
4: yeah <laughs> So you, you will
3: step up to this weird snake mouth and let's start inspecting these weird
4: fang holes. I'll detect magic on the fang holes.
0: The passageway here shifts from work stone to strange curving tunnels that shift and coil into the darkness. The point at which the architecture changes from regular angles to this more organic shape is bordered by an archway carved in the shape of a gaping serpent's mouth. Three of the serpent's teeth, one on the lower jaw, one in the back of the upper jaw, and what should be a fang in the front of the upper jaw are missing. And deep circular sockets mark their original locations. Oddly, that, that amplified nature of the sound that you've heard up until this point continues down this worked stone passage, but adds into it this long echo effect. As if even a kicked stone or a softly spoken word echoes down this passage 10, 20 times. As if you're talking down a well.
2: Hmm. Are we sure we want to go into Snake Mouth and not check the rest of it first? I mean, we have to pick a way.
3: And we did find the weird teeth dagger things, so you're it's right. worth investigating.
0: The passage also continues ahead, detecting magic. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make me an altar, Oh.
2: This is actually a
4: snake. <laughs> this will reanimate <laughs> this construct snake. snake. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I got a nat 20 for a 43. Dang. 43. There you go. Get it. 13th level, baby. Mm.
0: With your successful roll, uh, first off, you can tell that the entirety of this passage radiates strong transmutation magic. Hmm. Specifically, what effect it does, you're not quite positive.
2: It turns into a real snake. You That's can... what it does.
0: You can tell that it is the stone itself. Like every single, like all of the walls and the floor of the passage ahead radiate this blinding blue light as you stare down the length of it. Mm. They're somehow connected to the three missing teeth.
4: All right. There's some sort of magic that changes one thing from another thing or into another thing. All over, all that. She kind of like waves a hand toward all the scales and stuff. And it has something to do with these teeth.
1: So we put the teeth in and maybe we don't get turned into a snake.
3: That's pretty concerning.
1: I mean, we could try the other way first.
3: We could. Might seem prudent at this point.
1: Put the teeth in and see if the magic effect goes
4: away. I will let someone that is not me do that.
3: Sudi looks at Citra.
2: <laughs> citrus sighs and takes she, the She tea. needs to
3: disable this hopefully she magical
2: trap. She has a delicate trap. touch. Yeah, I know. That's why she's I will, going up.
0: <laughs> I will tell, just for Citrus edification as you begin to approach it, you do not believe it is trapped. Huh. You think you're safe where you're standing. You get the vague impression that if you were inside of this tunnel when this was manipulated, you would not be. It's not necessarily a trap. You just get this itching sensation of... danger. Yeah. It's kind of like if you're working on an elevator outside of the elevator, you feel fine. But if you're working on an elevator from inside of the elevator, it doesn't feel quite as safe. Citra, you take out the fangs?
2: Uh, Yeah.
0: Which one do you place in first? Uh Uh-oh. Is there
2: something different about all of them?
0: No, they're all identical, but there's a socket in the front upper jaw. There's a fang missing in the lower jaw, and there's a fang in the upper back jaw. Missing.
2: I'll go for the back one first. Very well. And be ready to like pull my hand out if I need to.
0: Very well. You reach forward, slot this in place. A rush of air comes out of the tunnel ahead of you, Uh. blowing past you and sending the sand back. This is accompanied with a sound that sounds like the hissing of a thousand serpents, but might actually just be the sound of stone or sand shifting the entire of the tunnel ahead of you undulates. I don't cool. love
4: it. Wow. As it seems to
0: constrict before opening back out, revealing a completely separate unworked stone tunnel, what? making its way deeper, that seems to form after about 30 seconds.
4: All right, let's go the other way first.
0: As a side note, uh, when you place the stone fang in this slot, the other two empty slots, the stone flattens out, the depression gone.
4: Oh, it opens different passages. It's like a really cool doorway.
1: Huh. So the transmutation effect isn't necessarily a trap. It's that the hallway changes depending on what fangs are in there. And you it's can't like be in the hallway when they change. It's
0: shape.
4: Just a sec was so awesome.
0: I know. I was really hoping like you put the fang in and then like, ha shand shandworm, but it's a machine.
2: That would not have been great. I do almost feel like we should go the other way first, because <laughs> now we have three different hallways to choose from, and technically four, because if we take out all three teeth, then it goes back to how it was before. I, I think
3: you agree. should take the this tooth agree. This is out. a lot of different paths, potentially.
2: You should take that tooth. Question, are these the only three teeth that can be removed?
0: These appear to be the only ones designed to be removed.
2: Okay. Well, she's Weird. gonna take out the tooth again so that we have it. The other yeah.
0: two empty tooth slots open back up, and the Hissing sound, the rush of air, and the undulation of the stone repeat before it reforms exactly the same as it was when you first approached it.
2: Cool. And all the teeth are the same.
0: Yeah, they all appear to be the same. Okay, just, just probably I'm just curious.
1: has something to do with the depression, like the you know getting it slotted in.
0: If if it helps to clarify, remember that you have four teeth, not three.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh. I want to try one of the other teeth.
0: In the same slot or in a different slot? The same slot. It, there's a rush of air, the grinding sound, and it recreates the first, or the second tunnel that you saw exactly as you saw it before.
2: Okay, so the tooth does not de- determine the hallway; the placement determines the hallway. That makes sense.
0: It's like if you have a house and then you make multiple keys for your friends.
2: No, that's not how houses work. Oh, okay. I wish it was how houses work. Also,
4: who
0: puts a key?
3: Who needs a key
4: on that house?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you leave this tooth in?
2: No, I take the tooth.
0: Very well. There's the grinding sound, the. Re- the oh, sound they definitely know we're
1: here after all those
4: teeth shenanigans. So then we go the other way where they're not expecting us.
0: <laughs> they're just kind of sitting there like, Scott, someone's playing with the door again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, whose first day on the
3: job is it?
0: is it?
1: Masika looks sadly down the awesome shifting tunnel, but follows everybody else. Secret we'll do the tunnel. shifting tunnel later.
0: Uh, I suppose you make your way back to the intersection again.
1: Yes, It's yes. taken the boring normal hallway. Well, yeah, you gotta cross it off the list.
3: You ever heard the phrase, better safe than sorry?
1: That's not how adventurers work.
4: Who's been an adventurer longer? Oh!
1: I'm <laughs> just saying we have never done safer than sorry th- this whole time. Do you do not but remember not the, for the giant of strength. Strength. I
2: tried to get you guys to do the safe thing and then you end up doing the ridiculous thing Calculated risk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you turn. Make your way back down the hall. Uh, turn back down to the uh, the T-intersection where you'd first entered. Off towards the left-hand side, seeing that same five-pointed sun ball relief on the wall. Again, this intricate design, identical to the design that you'd seen on the underside. Uh, the sole exception to the ball relief being that there actually seems to be, like, the central circular disk in the center of it is carved not in the bas relief fashion but actually seemingly fully carved i assume you Keep make going. your way further down
2: if only this was a map <laughs> hmm. you are here
0: yep you make your way down the hall turn and find a hallway stretching into darkness ahead of you the walls are covered as the walls have been covered since you've entered in this place and more and more hieroglyphs primarily pyramid text for those of you glancing over You recognize these as standard prayers and preparations for the dead traversing into the afterlife for the proper spells and prayers that you would state to the Osirian gods to allow you passage ahead of you. As you make your way around the corner, you can see that the passage ends in a solid set of double doors. The carved reliefs here are of two warriors each one of them facing the other from opposite sides, as if almost mirror images. One bears a Kopesh upraised with a shield on his left arm. The other one is identical, but as if seen from the other side, so the shield is in the foreground and the sword is in the background. Golem being (laughs) The door is not a golem.
2: Okay. (laughs) I'm not letting that bite me in the butt again.
3: (laughs) You described people-shaped things. It must be a golem.
0: Nope. More carved reliefs. Uh assume you make your way forward. Yep. Uh, Citra, go ahead and make me a perception roll.
2: Uh-oh. Am I adding? Go ahead adding...
0: And add your trap bonus on there. <laughs> yeah.
3: No reason.
2: No <laughs> okay.
3: We should know no this reason. is too safe a looking passageway.
2: <laughs> so that's uh plus six onto my perception check. Uh,
0: it is, in fact, a, yes, half of your level. Okay. 13.
2: Okay. Huh? I rolled a 14. So with all of my lovely bonuses, that is a 37.
0: With a 37, you hold up a hand. Sudi seeing this stops, unless Jordan wants to run forward. Nope. (laughs) Sudi knows
3: what holding up a hand means. It means there be traps.
0: (laughs) There's something wrong here. You see a line drawn through the center, or drawn bisecting this hallway, where a small amount of sand seems to have fallen down, making an obvious crack, intentionally made. But all the other stone blocks have been so perfectly sealed together as to leave almost no edge. It's possible a design flaw.
2: No, mm. not what ah, Chesa
0: As you approach a few steps closer, you think that there's a trap on the door that's somehow tied to the floor of this room. Maybe a pressure plate. You don't think it will trigger if you step on it. Although to disable it, you would need to reach the door because it seems like the door is the triggering mechanism.
2: Hmm. Fly with your sword. That's kind of what I was looking at. But I'm like, if I have the sword in one hand, I don't know if I can disable.
1: I don't know if you want to waste a fly charge on the sword to get over there if you don't think it'll trigger unless you mess with the door.
0: Then you'd have to use multiple rounds of the sword.
2: Hmm. There is a trap here, but I'm not exactly sure how it functions because it seems to be this crack in the floor, but connected to the door. I think I need to get to the door to disable it, but I don't know what that means for the hallway.
4: Okay, hold on. I'm going to detect magic and see if there's anything magical going on in this nope. trap area.
2: All right, well, good news. It seems to be mundane. But or, we're also talking well about hidden. the genius who designed this place. I mean, it could have like an obscure aura top situation going on. Well, so our ch- choices are try to move forward, and I can see what I can do about disabling it, or we backtrack once again and go through the snake face.
0: <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. I know what we're Which doing. Which horrible hallway of death.
2: I think everyone's overthinking it. If you think it's
1: tied to the door and the p- opening the door does something to the plate, then just go up to the door.
4: You got to be more paranoid, honey. We're in a, a genius's pyramid. Genius. We also Not just can't normal pyramid, to maybe. have any
3: real slip-ups or else Wati could be in jeopardy.
4: Oh, well, yeah, that of course as well, I suppose.
2: All right, so Citra is going to carefully... Approach the door
0: and see about
2: disabling whatever genius level trap
0: this is. Citra, you make your way forward. Step onto the stone. You feel no change in weight, no shifting. You make your way cautiously ahead. Even the sound of your footsteps does not change. You approach the door, examine it, lean down, take your light source, press it up against the edge of the wall, look down below, pry at the edge around the door. It seems like this door is directly connected to the floor. And after a couple of seconds, you can determine that there is no magic here. Uh, It is all clockwork. Hmm. Ooh. It seems like if an individual were to open this door, possibly without the correct key or something like that, you're not sure, the floor below you would turn into a chute. Ah. As perfectly smooth as it is, and then spit you out the bottom of the pyramid. (laughs) Ha ha! (laughs) for a 500-foot fall to the ground below. Nice. It also looks like it would automatically reset afterwards. That's that's
3: surprisingly conveniently uh, effective.
2: So I think I know what it does, and it uh, really makes me uncomfortable. If you open this door and you don't have the proper, I think, key, um, then the floor opens up and uh, drops you out the bottom. That's
1: amazing.
2: Hmm. That's simple. <laughs> yeah, it's not amazing when you're the one falling to the ground. Mm, fair. So, do we have a key? Can you get past it?
0: You can attempt to disable device.
2: I can try. Well, I'm not paralyzed this time, so I do have ways to not perish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I will see what I can do. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. It's like the the trap door thing in a Mario 64. Yes. yes. That's what it is. Yep. Okay, so Citra is going to attempt to disable whatever she can disable so that we can actually get through the door without falling out the bottom of a pyramid. Very well. So is this just a disable device check?
0: Yep. Again, you can see the floor here is tiled with this highly polished mosaics of the sun. Looking over the door, you can see that there are hieroglyphs on it. Most of these are, bra- are blasphemous prayers to the sun. Almost in mocking of the ancient Assyrian gods of the sun and day, particularly Ra. Weird. That's weird. It is blaspheming in that it repeatedly remarks upon how every day Ra, the sun, submits to Set.
1: Yeah, this well, does seem like a. They set were pyramid. a bunch of them were followers of Set. Fair.
0: It's also possible that it is not a physical key, but there might be a passphrase or something that, if you knew, you could open this. So uh, go ahead and make your disabled device.
2: Then I start with a thirty, guys.
0: All okay. right. So there's a chance. Good to have a rogue.
2: And apparently 14 is my number of the day. All right. Um, so that gets me a 44.
0: You make your way forward, laying down. Pry open the, the stone on the side of the door. See inside all of this intricate, complex clockworks.
1: Sika kind of bounce, bounces on her toes, like, can I salvage some of this? What do I need?
0: <laughs> Citra pulls out basically the equivalent of a screwdriver, reaches in right next to the edge of the door, Pops free three cogs. Do you think that's it?
1: Hey, can I have those?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The door should be safe to open. You you are welcome to them.
4: Here, armor, hold on to these. Do you want me to open it since I currently fly?
0: That might be a wise
3: idea, just to make extra sure.
4: All right, y'all get out of the Get out of the blast radius, the drop radius. And then Hollis will wait until everybody's away from the shoot area, just in case, and then open the door.
0: So Hollis is opening the door?
3: Making sure that Citra is away from the like little
0: drop area yeah so the, if it's the, everyone disabled, is clearing then... the shoot
4: area. I'm I can fly so I'll f- hover off the ground anyway with my I'll fly to the door and then open it
0: bro you fly forward, grab onto the door, open it. it creaks open easily although with the obvious sounds of rarely used, you hear a clicking sound from inside the wall there's clicking although nothing happens
4: nothing happens As it but seems it's like the gears
0: are trying to turn and then of course the missing cog means that the teeth can't catch. Ah, okay. This door opens up to a solid stone wall. There are three hieroglyphs here.
4: <laughs> oh, God, don't read them.
0: Having already seen them, and of course, you can't keep your brain from reading things when you Dang actually it. see Dang words. Dang it, brain. Fine. It simply states, enjoy your trip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, All my right. gosh. It's a That's fake hallway.
3: That's amazing. It's That's pretty so good. perfect. But I
4: have one. the best uncle ever. These are great by a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of greats in there.
0: Well, oh it wouldn't have been so great if he, like, killed us.
4: I no. would have laughed.
1: Which might still great? be a
0: possibility, apparently, since he's built not only this place, but also the pyramid that we're trying to bring down from the sky and the next place we go.
2: That's very positive thinking, Normer.
3: So, I'm positive hallway?
0: I won't die.
2: I told snake you y'all, Snake Hallway. It's the only snake way hallway? to go.
3: Snake you Hallway.
4: I didn't know that this wasn't a real hallway.
1: But I, I, had, I had a feeling that we should play with the Snake Hallway.
3: You just want <laughs> to play with the magic.
2: I'm pretty Hull sure you said like, stop you playing with the snake hallway play. because everybody is going to hear us, so keep it
4: <laughs> It's fine. It's all good. We got some, uh, what are those things called nuts? No, what are the, the little...
2: Gears? The ...widgets?
4: Cogs? Gears, cogs. Sprockets. Cogs. cogs. I mean, that's something.
1: Maybe Masika. you can upgrade
0: me.
4: You don't need to be
2: upgraded. Masika hands and armor. Um, the gears.
0: Okay. I I'll mean, add him in with my other. let's
2: be honest, if we get this pyramid on the ground, you'd have plenty to work with. You could just dismantle this whole thing.
4: Well, or you could just have a flying pyramid, y'all.
2: I mean, my choice
1: would be figure out how it works and just keep it
4: and yeah, fly it around. Maybe you could do a little redecorating on account of like all this set stuff is like, uh, but you know.
3: Anyway, we go back to the hallway with the snake.
4: So do we just want
1: to see where it leads without any teeth and then come back and start messing with the teeth?
3: Well, what has me worried is the idea that maybe it has a similar trap on one of these hallways.
2: I mean, it might, but there's only one way to find out.
3: Um, I don't know, but I, that's my worry.
2: My worry is that one of the other beings that may be here might have more teeth. And if we are in the hallway without any teeth in place, I that doesn't seem good.
3: If you think about right. it, there's one tooth you can put in this one. Maybe there's three other snakeheads somewhere? I don't know. I mean, well, it seems kind of reasonable to me, but I mean, that way there would be a specific passageway that you could configure it to go through to get to wherever you want to go, right?
4: I mean, it doesn't matter, but it's the only way to go. We have to do
3: it. It is also the only way to go.
4: I think
1: we should just leave it as it is for now because and see what it does before we start messing with the teeth.
3: It's that paranoid part of me that's like metagaming a little bit and it's going, if I was a stupid thief, I would not put any teeth in there and just barrel right in.
4: Well, there's no magic that's not the scales themselves that I could detect. Yeah. All if right. it is
0: pertinent, uh, it seems to take approximately 20 seconds.
4: Okay. You have a few rounds.
0: So take that for what you will.
4: I have a couple of dimension doors. We'll be fine. Oh, boy. Okay.
0: <laughs> so you make your way turn. Head back down, pass the ball relief, back down to the end of the hallway, turn right, and begin to approach the snake design. Going a big ol' U, guys just basically dancing around the same 60 feet of hallway.
2: It's true. More All or right. less. All right, the mouth. We've been through some stuff, okay?
3: Enjoy your trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny.
0: Turning, making your way, making your way down the hallway, you navigate into the darkness beyond. The passage continues for a short distance turning off towards your right first before turning back off towards the left before ending in a solid wall.
2: All right, so we, we have put to teeth. put the tooth in.
4: All right, so... But at least we
2: know Front that teeth now. or back
4: teeth? That doesn't matter to me.
1: Just
3: I might as well in. start. I imagine, I imagine we're going to have to try all of them eventually, especially if we want to hijack this, as seems to be Masika's idea.
4: I want a pyramid that flies. Well, there's 16 of them, so we can each have one. <laughs> Give some to our friends. <laughs>
3: We get back, and it's like, Falta, you get a pyramid. Marin, you were cool. You get a pyramid.
2: Citra grabs a tooth and puts it in the upper jaw like she did the first time.
0: Okay. You make your way forward. Stand on tiptoes. Place it in the upper jaw. There's a grinding sound. Hmm. The whoosh of air, the sound of serpents or sand. And then a passageway makes its way ahead.
2: I know this probably is not related in in any way whatsoever but i keep thinking of the live action the old live action uh jungle book movie where they end up in that room where the sand just keeps pouring out of the holes and then mm. like one of the guys gets stuck in there and i just have this like paranoid feeling that it's gonna happen one of them in one of i these have rooms. no idea
1: what movie you're even talking about
2: the jungle Book. oh gosh really it's like uh, it had a uh, um the a good Cersei- jungle book back in the day. Back in the day, it had the guy who played Liu Kang
1: in it. Yep. Nope. I have no idea that this movie even existed. It's actually surprisingly good.
0: You turn. Begin to make your way ahead. Eventually, as you begin to approach the end of this, you can see that the tunnel here opens up back into worked stone, leading into a hallway up ahead. Again, your footsteps echo the entire time you make your way along this natural passage. Although again, despite being a quote-unquote natural passage, it is always approximately 10 feet across.
3: All right, we'll stay two abreast and I guess keep going down the passage that looks like we're inside of a snake.
0: You make your way forward, exit from the snake. As you do so, you can turn back and see that there are three missing teeth. On the snake's head on the side. Hmm.
3: Oh, so that you can, you can, they can all go to the different places without you having to like, uh, re, like go back out and then back in.
0: As you turn and make your way into this passage, you can see that the passage continues ahead of you. Two doors stand on either side of the hall, flanking and mirroring each other off towards your right and left as you make your way ahead. Further past that, you can see that the hallway narrows into a five foot wide doorway. And beyond that, you can see this twinkling soft light playing from somewhere in the hallway beyond.
3: Alright. So do you like hey. glance, glance over at Citra? What do you think the odds are? They've got this trap too.
2: I think this entire pyramid is trapped. Kind of what I'm trap. thinking.
3: I suppose we will uh, <laughs> slowly make our way across this hallway to uh, one of the doors, I guess, because there's a door on the left and right.
2: Pick your favorite say choice. Citra can't see any of this, so. Statistically, oh, well, most
3: people pick right whenever picking uh, between a left and a right choice, so. Hmm.
2: I always did, but that was because my name is Rachel and I thought R was a good luck. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so it was just dumb. I imagine
3: this with most people <laughs> being right handed.
0: You make your way forward. As you begin to approach the doors, you can see further into the hallway beyond the twinkling lights and the bizarre sight ahead of you. Two doors flank off towards your right and left. But as you look ahead, this hallway exits the pyramid, or so it seems. The stone walls of the tomb disappear, and you can only see a 10 foot wide catwalk suspended high above the ground in the open air. What? Oddly though, the sky above twinkles with this sea of stars, while wispy clouds move swiftly over a darkened world below. The world below corresponds to Wati, but you haven't been in here that long. It's still only maybe noon. An opening in space seems to lead through a hole in the sky back into the pyramid some hundred feet plus away on the far end of this catwalk.
3: Okay, that's weird.
2: It's probably some sort of magic. So straight or check these doors uh, Can I detect magic? Uh,
0: you may detect magic if you wish. Anyone approaching these uh, the doors and the archway can see that there are ancient Osiriani hieroglyphs above the archway leading into this corridor with the the catwalk, stating that those who serve him have nothing to fear, for even the sky bends to his will.
4: Okay.
0: Uh, detecting magic, you may make an null Okay. Thirty-two. You can tell that there are numerous auras in the room up ahead. Uh, what appear to be layered, complex, strong illusion magic. The moment you realize this, you can tell that the breezes that are coming through this open door like dissipate. You no longer feel the warmth of them.
4: Oh, okay. Well, uh, this is... Uh, there seems to be a lot of illusion going on in there. I guess okay, we should check so these two side doors just in case.
3: Agreed. Uh, we'll just go left because I said that whole thing about people always choosing right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Citra checks yeah. the door for traps first. Looks clear. Seems okay to me. Okay.
3: Alright, Sudi so opens the door.
0: I remember someone commented a little bit back. Can't remember who, I apologize. I'm really bad at that. I read all of your comments, and that's why I know that you comment, but then I forget to write down anything. That uh, Citra playing a rogue and getting all these bonuses for traps and everything doesn't always seem to pay off all that much. Where it's just like, you guys actually haven't run into a ton of traps because you've mostly been entering into like tombs that have already been occupied or there's like people living there. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Now, though.
3: Now now. it pays dividends. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
0: Opening this door. I say that because just assume every single hallway is trapped.
2: Yeah, I am (laughs) assuming that every single (laughs) hallway is
0: trapped. Pretty sure that's been Rachel's MO this entire time. Yes. The door opens up. A short hallway ahead of you leads into a circular chamber enclosing a small square vault made of black stone. An open archway seems to lead inside of this vault, of which you can see the foot of a sarcophagus as you approach. The walls here are covered still in more hieroglyphs.
1: Guess we should see who it is.
0: As you make your way forward, go ahead and give me a perception roll from Citra. Oh, oh no. You can add the trap Oh, the sarcophagus is
1: I
3: know, I, literally, I was literally having flashbacks right now. I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm ready for a rematch.
4: This is the book of PTSD.
3: <laughs> this shows just how paranoid we've become.
2: Not my best roll, but perfectly average. I rolled a 10 for a 33.
3: Okay. Thought you had a 30 before you even rolled.
2: That's for disabling devices.
1: Oh.
3: My
2: perception is not as good, unless I'm using my little um, uh, lens that I got from Sagira, which gives me another plus five, but I have not been saying I've been using that because it also slows me down if I'm using it.
0: Citra, making your way in alongside Sudi. You step forward, probably pause. I imagine Sudi almost anticipating it now as you're walking into these rooms. You can see that there are small magical runes, like hieroglyphs etched around the entire circumference of this room it doesn't seem like you can trigger them from here like stepping in the room doesn't seem to trigger it of course you don't know what does as you look forward probably lean down take out some powder blow it across the runes to cause them to softly glow look forward again it seems like whatever is the focus of this trap is inside of that black vault
1: Hmm. probably triggers if you mess with the sarcophagus
4: well, you know, we're going to mess with the sarcophagus, are we? Are we? We're at least going to look at
0: it. Uh huh. Once again, you'd need to actually enter the room and put yourself in the radius of the trap to get to where you could disable the trap.
2: So I'm starting to sense a theme uh, in Cheesy Sex Designs in that we have to enter the area of danger in order to actually disable, dispel, or stop the traps from occurring. I mean, that's pretty smart. But whatever is going on in this room is connected to whatever is inside there. And it's probably some sort of trap to protect the sarcophagus. I assume it's probably Kimibet,
4: maybe? Well, we'll have so to, where is the to go and go see. Where's the radius of the trap? The whole room? Pretty
0: much the moment you step into the circular portion of this room. Uh-oh. Is there
4: magic in there, or is this another one of them? You
0: can detect magic if you so wish, okay? Get a good old view there. I mean, again, Citra can tell you that you could walk into the room if you wanted to without triggering the trap. Yeah, still. <laughs> as long as you don't enter into that central portion of the room where the sarcophagus is. I
4: can see enough of the room to detect magic from here.
0: Go ahead and make me spellcraft.
4: Oh. Okay. Uh, I rolled an eight, which gets me a 32. Uh,
0: yes, there's an etherealness spell ready to cast on the floor.
4: Oh! Uh-oh.
3: Oh! Oh! Really flying through this just is starting to seem very prudent.
1: He's
4: real obsessed with throwing people to the ground. Um, I mean, it's a quick and easy way to dispose of people. <laughs> I mean, unless this was sitting on the ground.
0: Anyone that wishes to may make me a knowledge engineering. Oh,
4: okay. that's me. I'm not very good at it, but I'll try. Isn't sugar good at it? No, I rolled a seven for a 19. No, I sugar is good at nobility.
3: I roll per. a 13 right. for a 25 engineering.
1: I roll an eight for a 33.
0: Okay. Uh, Sudi and Masika both. You are aware that uh, you are ascending almost the entire time that you were in that tunnel. You're probably at least 80 feet above the base of the pyramid by this point.
3: So maybe it drops you into a uh, little holding tank It might drop you
0: into another room or something like that. It's unlikely. um, I'd give this to Masika more than Sudi because Sudi doesn't necessarily know magic very much. It is unlikely that there could be a spell that could make an area that is 10, 20, 30, 40 almost 50 feet across and 80 feet deep cylinder ethereal, that is a lot of mass.
2: Unless it's already just... Unless empty. there's already
0: just like a hole that shoots down out of the bottom of this. Yeah. Then again, you didn't see that many holes on the underside of this pyramid when you flew Yeah, up, I think we would have noticed this one. Maybe.
1: All right, well...
3: Well, if it's that, then, I mean, Hollis, you can go investigate because you're not going to fall through anything, right? Yeah. Again, flying through this is becoming, I think, the theme to victory...
1: We don't have the duration to keep that.
3: up. I know. If only time. we had, like, all had overland flight, this I would know. be so easy.
4: So, do y'all, do y'all want me to fly over there and see if I can do anything about it? I mean, do we need to do anything to our sarcophagus?
2: That's the thing
3: is, I don't. I know just want to know who it
2: things. is. I just want to look at it from the outside. Bear in mind, if there is another trap in there, I cannot help you right now. So be careful. I will fly the fifteen feet
4: to the, like the little opening in the central area and look.
0: Glancing inside, you can see beyond is a rather small chamber, maybe 20 feet at a side with a single sarcophagus inside. The walls don't have any hieroglyphs on them, but you can tell that there are hieroglyphs on the sarcophagus.
4: I detect magic.
0: Detecting magic, you can only sense the same magic that you'd sensed. Well, first I can sense the desecrate Desecrate. effect here, Mm -hmm. but also the same uh, etherealness on the floor.
4: I look for traps.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Girl, uh, do you have trap fighting?
4: No. Why
1: doesn't Citra just move forward and disable the etherealness and then we can all look at the sarcophagus? I don't know.
4: I. We're sca- <laughs> Citra is scared of falling. She just fell a million feet to the ground say, and almost she's died. She's got trauma.
3: Leave her alone.
4: I mean, I can. Just no one. I
1: just understand it. like this is being unnecessarily complicated. Citra's the rogue. Why is the wizard up there looking for traps?
2: I figure while she's up there, like searching for traps, <laughs> Citra moves up and starts disabling it.
4: <laughs> All right, I don't see any traps in here, y'all. I mean, ultra-wise. except for the floor <laughs> thing, I guess. But there ain't nothing over here.
3: Well, I mean, is there anything of any value that we would need to, like, there? Like, I don't know information because I'm not going to go desecrating a corpse.
4: The only rotten is on the crit.
0: Which, as a side note, for anyone who can take 10 on knowledge religion and get a 20,
4: mm-hmm. that is oh. odd. Which is
1: weird. The burial
0: room should have all of the prayers that you that, need to that's, on. there's
4: something
1: wrong here. Citra, can you dispel, or can you get rid of the trap? I, I want to go take a look.
4: Sure. See? Something weird. We got to investigate. You never leave rooms uninvestigated.
3: Sudi will guard the front door.
2: I mean, Citra doesn't say this, but considering the last time she, you know, really went tomb, you know, robbing with her brother, her brother died. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, Citra steps up and attempts to disable.
0: You make your way in. of the sarcophagus. Make your way past Hollis. Masika and Sudi still standing in the doorway.
1: Masika's making her way forward because she wants to investigate this weird burial chamber
2: with no rituals or anything written on yeah, the walls.
3: S- Sudy's watching the door just to make sure nobody
0: comes and ambushes us. Okay.
2: I figure Citra's also got, like, a hand on the hilt of her scimitar.
0: Go ahead and make me a disabled device.
2: At least this one I start with a 30.
0: <laughs> You'll need it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I rolled an 11, which gets me a 41.
0: You make your way forward. approach the sarcophagus inside of the black vault. As you do so, for a moment you glance up towards the hieroglyphs on the cartouche on its chest. You immediately avert your gaze as you read, here begins my sojourn before dropping your eyes away from it. You think the magic of the trap is keyed to the hieroglyphs. Once again, reading would activate them. This
3: man likes the symbols.
0: You pointedly stare at the face of the sarcophagus, tilting your head to scrape away at the edge of the hieroglyphs in your peripheral vision before you feel a soft tingling run through your fingertips and toes as the magic dissipates. As an interesting side note, just because I feel like I should mention it. Uh, again, the black vault is a uh, freestanding structure, which means that if the floor went ethereal and you're inside of it-
3: It would take you down Even with if it. you were
0: flying, it would just drop the freestanding structure down like with Like it's an you elevator. Below somewhere else. Oh God. Well, like an elevator in free fall, but yes.
1: Once Masika, or uh, I'm Masika. Once Citra gives the all clear, Masika's going to go in and investigate the sarcophagus. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Looking over the sarcophagus, you can tell the sarcophagus here is still sealed. Uh, Taking a couple seconds to check over the sarcophagus in full, you can tell it's not sealed. It is a solid block of stone.
1: Uh,
3: It's fake.
1: Oh, it's just a trap to lure grave robber's in and then they fall through the floor.
0: (laughs) Remind me to tell you what's underneath this, by the way. Oh, God, horrible. I love Chisec. I love him so much.
3: <laughs> I'm, sure I'm sure it doesn't drop you just straight out of the pyramid. It's dropping you into, like, a room of death.
0: It's very interesting.
1: Well, there's another door. Masika gestures across the hallway.
0: I'd like to point out that uh, Citrus uh, successfully defeated, uh, like, two challenge-rating 13 traps, I think, so I far. feel
1: like there is a reason You're one, of, <laughs> one of the traits, the campaign traits for this can give you trap trap
3: finding so it's like,
1: even if you don't have a rogue I mean, I feel like that was a big hint Pais was like, somebody somebody needs trap finding, guys Yeah, I want to see how a group
3: that doesn't have a rogue gets through this with all all these
2: traps I'm pretty sure they die
3: Also, I wasn't going to jinx it by saying I'm pretty sure this is a fake room Alright, we go across
0: the hall we open up the other door You make your way forward Open the door on the other side. All right. You approach opening this door, finding an odd room beyond. The room opens up 10 feet wide at its entryway before the walls curve away from you at close to 45 degree angles off towards either side before Mm -hmm. forming into a 30 foot wide hall or or room at the end of the uh, or area at the end of the room.
4: Ooh, a light puzzle.
0: A mosaic of colored glass fragments stretch across the room's far wall, and what appear to be flickering beams of sunlight filter through the glass, sending tiny beams of colored light through the room. The mosaic depicts a menagerie of different animals, each regally posed, as though standing guard.
2: Cedra checks it for traps. (laughs) Everything here is trapped. I also just watch just to watch this trap be
0: the trap where it's like
3: you trigger the trap and it just like summons all of
0: those animals to kill you. Mm. Uh, Go ahead and roll me a spellcraft.
4: God, my dice hate me today. I rolled a 5 for a 25. Sugar helps me for a 27. Masika okay. rolls a 9, which gets her a 23 on
1: her
0: spellcraft.
3: Okay. Sudhi just sits there and looks at the pretty lights.
1: Sorry, 26.
2: <laughs> I can't do math. Math is hard.
0: Citra. Uh, do you make your way into the room to check for the traps? You don't see any within 10 feet of the door.
2: I mean, I suppose I'm the only one capable of disabling these traps. the
0: one who's traps. able to see them. Looking around, you don't see any traps, casting Detect Magic as Hollis, Masika, and Citra do. Uh, all of you can tell that the wall effects are magical. Uh, there are a couple of magical effects on there. I'll give you the transmutation one for free. It's a daylight spell. Hmm. The exact effects of this wall, none of you can determine. However... Hollis, you can determine that whatever this mosaic is, it has a strong aura of necromancy.
4: Huh, that's got necromancy attached to it, that wall. That's kind of weird. I wasn't expecting it.
0: Citra, you make your way forward.
4: All ready to, to dispel.
0: No, you don't detect any traps. You can tell that there's something interesting about the mural, although you would need to get closer to actually determine its effects. Or more accurately, you need to get closer to determine what is odd about the mural. Close enough to actually make it a praise check. <sighs>
2: I don't sense any traps. Something's weird about this mural, but there's part of me that really just wants to say, leave it and just go on.
3: I mean, we need to find the people controlling this pyramid and deal with them first before we start investigating, I think.
4: No, last time I went with y'all on that, I missed out on whatever was behind that puzzle in the Sphinx.
0: I'm not gonna say whether or not this is it, but uh, for anyone out there that played well, they do in a lot of different games. My first thought went to The Witcher 3, but I think actually they do it in Persona 5 also, where you, like, you step into like a painting or something like that oh, and you yeah. transport into like brightly colored universe.
2: Yeah, Witcher does it. Yeah. They did it really well, actually.
0: Yeah, they, they did the whole uh, painter side quest thing. I think that was the, what is it, Blood of, uh blooded Stone or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah,
3: there was the also like, you know, the entire is. Mario 64 game. Yeah, jumping into paintings.
2: Maybe, so jump yeah, in jumping the paintings, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's more like it'd be awesome if you jumped in there and suddenly it's just like stained glass versions of all of you.
3: Oh, that'd be
4: fun. You know, that'd be so cool. Oh, God, we're 2D. All right, I'm going to look at this. One second. You said there were no traps. I trust you. Uh, yep. So she moves up to look at the wall.
0: Very well. Uh, is anyone else wishing to make the appraise check? I
3: have no appraise, so there's no chance of me making that.
0: Uh, you can also make knowledge religion. I
3: mean, my religion's really bad, but I can make a knowledge religion check.
1: I mean, Masika, my religion's well, pretty good move forward, and I can make both. Can I do both?
0: Yeah, you can make both.
4: Oh, yay. Both is good.
0: Alright. So, who all's rolling, and what are you rolling?
1: I'm rolling both. So am I. I'm
3: rolling okay. religion
0: only. Citra?
2: Citra is, uh, keeping watch. Okay. This room makes her uncomfortable.
3: Not a problem. She's too brightly
0: colored. She's a, a s-
2: painter. She doesn't have anything against bright colors. It's just, this is weird necromancy wall.
0: <laughs> uh, just Jordan, Heather, go ahead and each of you bounce me two d8. Uh
3: oh. Mm.
2: Hell, are about to get like sliced up with
0: little shards.
2: I rolled two uh, twos.
3: I rolled a seven and a
0: four.
1: I rolled a seven and a six.
0: All right. The three of you step forward, step past Citrus, step into the bathing light of this wall mural.
2: This necromatic wall mural.
0: Necromatic wall mural. Mm-hmm. Yep. All three of you feel this rush of magic. Roll over you, coursing through your bodies. Oops. Uh, any effects of fatigue and exhaustion have been removed. Each of you have healed for Citra. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Hollis for fourteen, Sudi for twenty-one, Masika for twenty-three points of damage. Hey,
2: I'm As you I'm feel back this
0: pulse of energy roll through you. Why oh, this is this is room here?
2: Please tell me one of y'all grabs me and pulls me into this. <laughs> Citra, you got to stop being scared. Of everything, honey, come here.
0: You step forward. I suppose. Yeah, the same effect happens once again. Although it seems to only work for each of you. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and seemingly only once. But yeah, you step forward and feel this roll over you.
3: It all works once and we could have really used it later on. We'll want to come back here and we can't.
0: You heal it for uh, 2d8 plus, uh, well, go ahead and roll 2d8.
4: This is giving us a healing thing before we walk into Eleven. something.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, so you heal up for 21 points of damage. Oh,
4: well, I, wasn't
3: even I don't like this save room. It's making me uncomfortable. Yeah, it starts
0: playing the uh, the Resident Evil savory music. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. Uh, approaching closer, what did you each make on your skill checks?
4: I got a 28 on my appraise and a 35 on my religion.
3: Uh, I rolled a 13 for an 18 religion.
1: Uh, Masika rolls a 10 for a 20 appraise and then a 16 for a 31 religion.
0: Hollis Masika, looking this over, there is a pattern to these animals. Ibis, jackal, falcon, crocodile, scarab, technically an insect. Hmm. Each one of these are animals holy to gods of the Osirian pantheon. Hmm. What that means, you don't know. However, all of them are seen together. The sole exception to this is you do not see any sign of the set beast.
2: Huh. In a pyramid built for set worshippers.
0: Nope, well, not necessarily headless.
2: Well, I mean, weren't they followers of Set?
1: No, huh? some of them were. We yeah, don't know how We've never actually figured out if Hauketept joined that cult, and his wife is a follower of Set. So. Yeah, that's yeah, so. why he is. seemed to be
2: more Nethys aligned. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Hmm.
4: Well, also, it's kind of weird to put something like this in a uh, grave. I
0: mean, uh, I'll go unusual. ahead and give this to Hollis. It's quite possible that that necromancy effect means that it may do something different if an undead creature steps within it. Oh, it might heal
3: undead creatures with negative energy.
4: Okay, never mind. Well, that was fun. Um, I guess we can continue. Nothing else in here, right?
3: No. I guess we'll go towards the illusion room. So,
0: you collect yourselves turn, make your way back out from here. Stepping back into the hallway, I suppose you turn and begin to make your way into the uh, the long passage ahead of you. Turning, stepping out. Sudi and Citra, I imagine, taking point. Of yep. course. You step out onto this catwalk, and even with Hollis's statement, warning, the sense of vertigo hits you as you stand on a 10-foot-wide walkway over a 500-foot drop to the ground below without the magical protections, as I imagine Citra grips hard on her scimitar. Sudi getting ready to click his heels together at a moment's notice. Yep. To kick in his boots of flying. Veseek, I imagine, grabbing a little tighter onto Norma.
1: Yeah. I mean, she can fly naturally for so many minutes a day now, but still.
0: You navigate your way slowly across the open expanse. Go ahead and make a perception roll.
1: Okay. Can Narmer make a perception roll? <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Uh, everyone may.
1: I roll a one for a 14.
3: I roll a 14 for a 37.
1: Masika rolls a two for a nine. Yikes. Stitch rolled a four for a 21. Okay. Narma rolled a perfect 20 for a 38, though. Wow.
0: Nice. <laughs> you step out onto this catwalk. Simple stone with this world spread out around you. Far below you, the city of Wati, the river Sphinx. From here, from this angle, even a luci- luciary as it is, you can see the distant spires of Tefu up the river across the way from Wati. Hollis, you honestly wonder if this is some sort of scrying effect tied to this illusion because it seems so accurate to what's actually below Hmm. this pyramid. Sudi, you look up towards the stars. Hear this slow, whoa, from (laughs) (laughs) Narmer. And you see it as well. In the edge, in the distance. Not so much that you could pinpoint distance. It almost seems to be an effect, maybe, of the illusion. You turn in a slow... Circle your eye, gazing over the horizon, and in the furthest edge, you can see these tiny triangles, as if somehow magnified in the distance. One, two, three, seven, nine, twelve, fifteen. You're not positive. Far, distant, floating pyramids, ringed around the nation of Osirian. I'll pick it up here next time.
1: <laughs> oh, what? so the pyramids have a way to keep track of the other pyramids so apparently there's the-
3: it's the pyramid yeah. looking room
4: find the path ventures is an officially licensed partner of paizo incorporated mummy's mask is copyright 2014 mummy's mask and the pathfinder adventure paths are trademarks of paizo all Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.
0: And uh, you guys were reunited follow what the is that noise? It's it
4: probably me putting
1: my Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was like, is someone opening a candy wrapper or something? Yes. What the is this?
1: I'm about to eat a Butterfinger on air.
0: Correct. I've been this for three years. <laughs> we we're
3: finally relaxed enough to eat, a- eat on camera.
0: Uh-huh. I will slap one of you somehow.
1: Rick will drive to Sherman and smack the crap out Sherman of me. Turn him. around and leave. He, <laughs> he would, yeah.
0: <laughs> Get edit your own track.